0: It's September the 9th, 2021, and you are invited to join me and my dear friend and longtime co host, Rebecca Hoffer of simplyrebecca.com. We are sharing a super helpful, super practical conversation about the apps that we use and love. We're talking about apps to help you manage your finances, to help you access books and track your reading, apps to help you with your pictures that you take on your phone. Apps to track your period and your fertility. And you guys, that's just a few of the ones we're going to be talking about today. We have so much to talk about. We are also going to share some favorite apps from the Awesomes as well. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, Awesomes, to the show that is all about helping you find conversation friendship, and community. We are so glad that you have found your way to the most amazing community of women on this planet. If you are digging what you hear today on Sorta Awesome, we'd love to have you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And hey, if you really love the show, go ahead and drop us a five-star review while you're at it. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me back on the show. Of course, I'm so looking forward to this conversation. This is a topic that you and I have kind of like tossed around in the past and thought, you know, maybe someday we should do an episode just all about the apps that are so awesome that we find ourselves using them daily. And you guys, we're not just talking about your Facebook, your Instagram, your TikTok, although, Rebecca, I think of those three, (laughs) you and I both spent a lot of time there, right? (laughs) I clock quite a few minutes on the TikTok, that's for sure. (laughs) Yes, every week when I get my screen time report from my iPhone, I'm like, yep, there it is, TikTok, right up there at the top again. But yeah, we're going way beyond just the usual apps that everybody knows and loves. And Rebecca and I have a great list put together for you guys. And like I said, we're going to share some from the awesomes. But before we start discussing that, I want to say that, you know what, speaking of community, if you are listening, you're an awesome and you want to connect with me and the rest of the Sort of Awesome team, Kelly and Rebecca, all of our amazing community of people, if you want to connect in a deeper and a more personal, meaningful way, we would love to have you join our Patreon community. There is so much going on with our superstar supporters. That's what we call our Patreon supporters, our superstars. We have so much going on these days. First of all, If you're listening when this episode first drops, you still have time to sign up for our Superstar Swap. We do these every now and again. This is the only one we're doing in 2021. The best way to describe it, it's like basically a big secret Santa gift exchange, but we're not doing it at the holidays this year. We're doing it in the fall and you are guaranteed to get something really fun and awesome because it's coming from a superstar. Of course, you get continued bonus episodes every month. You get access to our entire backlist of bonus episodes. It's over 150 bonus episodes that you can listen to when you become a superstar. Every month, we do an awesome overflow. Rebecca You just did Awesome Overflow with me for August, and oh my gosh, did you not feel like there was a lot of feedback and conversation around that Awesome Overflow? I feel like there was a lot of talk going on about it. Oh,
1: for sure. And it's always so much fun to have this chance to sit down and have like a real candid conversation with you and the superstars. It's so funny because just today I was thinking to myself, oh man, I really wish I could talk to the superstars about this but I literally just had my overflow episode. So it's going to be a little while. (laughs)
0: Yes. Yep. I get it. It really is the place where we take our conversations that just for whatever reason, don't make it to the main episodes of Sort of Awesome. And Rebecca, one thing that I think a lot of people were talking about is on that overflow episode, you and I talked about how you got to take over Superstar Texting for the day last month. So that's our newest superstar perk is getting access to a texting number where you can text back and forth with me, with other members of the team, like Rebecca. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, loved hearing from Rebecca. And a lot of superstars didn't know at the time, like, oh my gosh, I missed the signups. And so you and I both noticed there was a huge hiccup in people being like, okay, tell me again, how do I get connected with texting, right?
1: Yes. And it's been fun to see like all those text messages come through, new people wanting to sign up, people wanting to adjust their texting subscription, you could say, because essentially you can sign up to get specific types of texts from us. Maybe you're mostly just interested in like behind the scenes things or sort of awesome updates, or maybe you want to hear more things about like books and reading, or you want to see what funny TikToks we're sending to each other, or you love some meal and food recipe ideas. And so you can sign up to just get what you're interested in. And so many new superstars were like, wait, 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 sign me up. I want to make sure I'm on this list and this list. And yes. also, for those that are listening who haven't signed up yet, this sounds overwhelming. It's going to be like a bajillion notifications and text hitting your phone every day. That's not the case at all. It's totally not. Yeah, we're real chill. There's not even a text a day happening Right. So it's not overwhelming. But if you do get overwhelmed, it's so easy to opt out. Yeah, and to adjust your interests, subscriptions and things like that. So it's been so much fun. And I can't wait to take over texting again. I want to do it soon.
0: Oh, I'm planning for you to we'll talk about off, <laughs> okay. we'll talk about off mic. But that's definitely part of the plan in my head. Another thing I think a lot of superstars were excited about is it's not just like us sending you texts, although we definitely do that to start conversations. But You can text us little awesome moments from your life over the summer. And I said this on the Awesome Overflow. But over the summer, I was so tickled because people would send me texts from their summer vacation. Like literally, here's my little family. We're on vacation. Just little notes. People send me feedback as they're listening to episodes of Sorta Awesome. It's so great. It's so much connection that truly a team filled with extroverts like ours. (laughs) We love it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. talking. Let's do it. But truly, we do recognize that not everybody wants to talk all the time. So we try to keep it low key. So there's all of that. We also have a brand new level for our superstars at the $10 level. If you would like to listen to sort of awesome ad free and also get a pack of awesome affirmations every month. So there's so much going on. I just have to keep talking about it. I'm so thankful for our superstar support and so excited for all of this new stuff we have going on with the superstars. So While I take a breath and just take a breather for a few minutes, Rebecca, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. This is the moment in the show where we stop to talk about whatever is making life a little more awesome right now, whether it's a book or a TV show, a movie, a podcast, product, whatever is making life a little happier. Rebecca, what do you have for us this week?
1: Okay. I have a romance novel and I just want to say off the bat that I have been using great restraint. When it comes to my awesomes of the week, I read like crazy these days. And I have been holding back on flooding all of my awesome of the week recommendations with romance novels. I went and checked and my last book recommendation was in early May. And so I feel like enough time has passed. <laughs> I can bring <laughs> another one back out. <laughs> okay. And I have a good one. This one is going on my list of one of my all-time favorites of all time. Well, that's why I just said. One of my all-time favorites of like forever and ever. Amen. It is so good. Yes. The book is Spanish Love Deception by Elena Armez. And I think I recommended this one to you. You said you had it on your Kindle, but you hadn't read it yet. Have you opened it yet?
0: I haven't, Rebecca. If it makes you feel any better, I haven't done hardly any reading. So when I do, my Kindle is right next to me. And every time I look at it, I'm like, I got to start that book. So sell me on it. I cannot wait to hear all of your words about it.
1: Okay, so this is a contemporary romance. It would be considered open door I think if an open door meaning that there's going to be some details in the more intimate scenes. Okay. And I think if that makes you uncomfortable, if it's a little too detailed for you, I believe this is one that you could kind of skip a little bit. And there's still enough other plot line and plenty of pages without any of that detail that you would be able to still really enjoy the book.
0: So you're saying that people could just skim over the spicy parts, but you don't lose the bigger picture of the book. Yes, I believe Okay, got it. (laughs) Okay, it was a while ago when you read it, and you've read a few since then.
1: Yeah, I read a lot. Sometimes things get a little bit blurry. But this one definitely is open door, but I think it is skimmable. Sorry. Okay. So this would be considered like a fake relationship trope, but also an enemies to lovers trope. So we have Catalina and Aaron, and Catalina has moved from Spain to the U.S. and life just is not quite going how she wanted or how she hoped and she's going home for her sister's wedding in Spain and she is desperate for a date because so much in her life hasn't quite panned out and to show up single and alone would just be salt in the wound and so she's like desperate for a date to this wedding and her annoying co-worker Aaron volunteers to travel with her and pretend to be her boyfriend for the event. Of course, she does not want to accept this because please, anybody but him, right? But this is an international trip. It's a long weekend, several days. It's not just a couple hours on a Saturday, you know, across town. This is like a big commitment and he's willing to do it. So they end up going together. Now, the pacing of this book is so good it's like a super slow burn and something that I find that I can't stand with books is when they tend to really rush things especially like in a romance where like the connection ends up getting really rushed and I'm just like this is not believable I read a book recently where it was like a nanny romance book and the male character was the nanny And the female Mm, mm -hmm. character ends up kissing him on like day one or something. I said, he's like, just Mm. moved into your house. This is like completely unrealistic and not believable at all. It really turned me off on the book. But the pacing of the Spanish love deception is so good. You're there as a reader, part of almost every conversation that these two have with each other from start to finish. Like You're really getting a full build and description of what the relationship is like. And throughout the book, we end up getting these hints about how Aaron truly feels about Catalina, these moments where he is supposedly playing the part, just doing Uh the act. But you can just tell as a reader that he is actually speaking such beautiful truth about how he sees Catalina. Oh, it's just like these butterfly inducing little hints that are being dropped throughout the book. It's completely from her perspective, from her point of view. And so she seems to be, it takes her a little bit longer to like catch on to things, but it's so fun to just see these hints that he's dropping along the way. And as their relationship kind of unfolds and progresses, this book is on Kindle Unlimited. So for anybody who has that subscription, or if you would like a free trial, That we'll have a link for that in the show notes. You can sign up to get a free trial for Kindle Unlimited, which is Amazon's little subscription service. There's a lot of ebooks that are available on Kindle that Amazon offers for free through their little subscription service. And if you want a free trial, you can get this book. You can also get it in paperback, I believe. But it's called The Spanish Love Deception by Elena Armez. And again, it would be like a contemporary fake relationship, enemies to lovers type of
0: Oh my gosh, you are speaking to my heart when it comes to, those are some of my top tropes right there. Enemies to lovers, check, fake relationship, I love it. This sounds amazing. Love it. Love it. I've got to get in there and get that read for sure. For sure. Okay. Well, as it turns out, I have a book this week too. Mine's on the other end of the spectrum. It is not romance. It is not fiction. It is nonfiction. But, Rebecca, I'm so excited to talk about this because it's a brand new release from one of our awesomes, a longtime community member who has developed an incredible business. Around knowing that women struggle from time to time with knowing just like, somebody please tell me what to wear. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we need somebody to just hold our hand and say, yes, just put this in your closet. Trust me, you're going to love it. So this is the brand new book from Allison Lombatis. She has been on the show before. She is the creator of Get Your Pretty On. It has the outfit formulas. We talk about those often on here because what Allison has done with the outfit formulas is she teaches you how to dress for each season. She gives you your entire shopping list. In fact, the fall 2021 capsule just opened. I think it's open throughout the month of September. If you want to sign up for that, but she gives you shopping lists with price points on everything from Walmart to Nordstrom's and all kinds of things in between. She tells you literally specifically what to wear every day. If that's the kind of leadership you need in your life, when it comes to getting dressed, Allison has you covered for sure. But wanted to point out that she has a brand new book that comes out this month. It's called The Ultimate Book of Outfit Formulas, A Stylish Solution to What Should I Wear? And Allison sent this to me as a little preview book. It's a hardcover book. Oh my gosh, you guys, here's one thing to know about Allison. And she's been on the show before and talked about the fact that she's an Enneagram 5, which are like investigator, researcher type. So Allison has taken that Enneagram 5 energy that does the deep dive, that learns everything possible about a topic. So she's taken that energy and she's translated it into teaching women how to put together outfits using a formula. So Rebecca, what she does in this book, and I have it in front of me because I can't stop looking at the pages. It's filled with illustrations where she breaks down for you every category of clothing And gives you the terminology and what the silhouette looks like. So I just happened to open to a page that shows how to dress. Oh, and she breaks it down too by what works best for different body types. Mm, That's good. So I just happened to open to a page that is for the triangle body shape. And she goes through and tells you specifically, these are the shirts. These are the necklines you want to look for. You want to look for shirts with bust pockets or crops or ruffle shirts or stripes or a wrap what sleeves look best on you, what necklines, which silhouette of pants, which dresses, which jackets, which coats. Rebecca, this is just for one body type. She tells you everything you need to know so when you go shopping, you can be like, oh, hey, I'm a triangle body type. I need to look for this kind of sleeve or whatever. is gonna be the most flattering for that body type. That's just that part of it. Then she breaks it down by season to tell you what are some like timeless classic outfits that you can use this formula And always feel confident about what you're wearing by season. And then at the end of each season, she breaks it out into, here are some myths about getting dressed in the summer. Like if your arms aren't toned, you should cover them up. She's like, that's a myth. If you want to have your arms out and free in the world, which I discovered the awesome of this summer, you do it. Who cares if your arms are quote unquote toned or not? So this thing is just, it is a treasure It is a nonfiction book. It's information, but Allison makes it so approachable and so accessible. You guys, this is going to be one that you want to keep on your dresser. Keep it within where you get dressed. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm so excited about it. So I had to talk about it for Awesome of the Week this week.
1: It looks fantastic. And not just as a book to thumb through and read, but like as a resource, like it's a true resource.
0: It is a resource. This would be a fantastic gift to give to a new graduate, to a young person just starting out in the world, or if you're returning to the workforce, or if you are a stay-at-home mom and you're like, I never know what to wear to put together. Oh my gosh, there's so much good stuff in this book. So again, it's called The Ultimate Book of Outfit Formulas. It's by Alison Lombatis, and we'll have links for this and Rebecca's Awesome of the Week in the show notes. Of course, we want to hear what's awesome in your life. Come find us on Facebook in the Sorta Awesome Hangout group. We talk about Awesome of the Week there every single week. And we also do that over on Instagram. We'd love to have you join us there at Sorta Awesome Show. All right, Rebecca, we have so many apps to talk about. We're going to get to all of that when we come right back. This episode is brought to you by Bitty Baby from American Girl. As a mom of five, I can assure you, you can find signs of imaginative play all throughout our house. And as every parent knows, children of all ages love to play pretend. And parents know that the stories children act out help shape the person they will grow to be. And that's why it's so important to provide your little ones with toys that foster those nurturing traits of love, kindness, and care. So many of our awesomes have such fond, happy memories of the big role that American Girl played in their childhoods. And it totally makes sense. I've seen these traits of kindness and nurturing come alive in the imaginations of my kids as they've played with our bitty baby, who was named Buddy by our two-year-old, Nico. I love seeing my older kids show Nico how to take care of a baby. Even though my big kids would say they are too old for dolls, I can't help but notice how much fun they have with Nico and his Biddy Baby. Biddy Babies are so huggable and they have the sweetest little details. There is no doubt Biddy Baby will be played with around here for years to come. So friends, I have to tell you, if you've been thinking about how great of a gift Biddy Baby would be for a little one in your life, go for it. Now is the time to do it. This year, Biddy Baby gets a whole new look with new designs and colors, plus matching clothes for girls so she can coordinate her look. You can find all the modern accessories and real wood furniture needed to support the story moments that your child explores and enrich their creativity all along the way. So teach your child that kindness is the ultimate gift with Biddy Baby. You can get an exclusive one-time offer of 15% off of your order of Biddy Baby products with promo code AWESOME at americangirl.com. That's americangirl.com promo code AWESOME. Exclusions include 18-inch dolls, Courtney Arcade, and Bitty Baby Furniture. See americangirl.com slash bbpodcast for details. Okay, friends, lots of things can make your workouts hard, like extra resistance, double speed, just going one more mile. Your socks shouldn't, though. That's why Bomba's Performance Socks are built to be nothing but comfortable and supportive. Bombas Performance Socks have taken all the amazing innovations that make Bombas the most comfortable socks you've ever worn and added their special Hextech Performance Technology. Bombas Performance Socks are stitched with special moisture wicking yarn and temperature regulating vents that allow cool air to flow in and prevent overheating. They come with a pillow like tab to save you from blisters, stay up technology, a special arch hugging system, and an extra layer of cushiony comfort on the bottom for the perfect amount of support. They come in different styles for every sport with specific design features to help you optimize performance and keep you comfortable no matter what you're doing, and like all of their socks for every pair of Bombas performance socks you buy, they donate a pair to someone in need. They've donated over 45 million pairs so far. Our sock drawer at home is filled with Bombas socks. They are by far the favorite socks of every person in my family. And you can check them out too when you go to bombas.com awesome today and get 20% off of your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S bombas.com slash awesome for 20% off bombas.com slash awesome. Okay, Rebecca, in preparing for this episode, I typed the word app so many times and then I always started thinking about, you know, it sounds good. Appetizers. i <laughs> getting distracted by that. <laughs> there is probably an app for finding appetizers to go. Probably. <laughs> Okay, do you remember
1: when you first learned about apps? Like I distinctly remember the iPhone is released and they're talking about these apps and these different things that you can download for your phone. And I remember one of the very first apps that I heard about probably on the radio or something, they were saying that it's an app for finding public bathrooms that you can search in your area and you can see which public bathrooms have a good rating and which ones do not. And I was like, this is a crazy world we're living
0: in. Listen, this is how much older and more archaic I am than you. First of all, yes, I remember that. I remember Apple did a fantastic job with their marketing campaign of there's an app for that. I also remember Kyle got an iPhone a couple of years ahead of me. I was real resistant to smartphones for a while. And I do remember that one of the first apps he put on his first iPhone was just a coin toss app. I'm sure you can still find it. But I remember it just being like, you do this on your phone, and it just tosses the coin. So anytime you need to toss a coin, there's an app. It's that. hilarious.
1: You know, I actually have an app very similar to that. It's called this or that. And I use it for my kids sometimes, because I can put their yes. names in it. Or maybe it's called help me decide I should look this up while we're talking. But if I'm trying to decide, okay, who's going to get in the shower first and the kids are bickering. I can put their names in the app and then I just like Ah. hit the button and then it
0: picks one. And then, hey, you don't have to argue with me. It was the app. Nope. It was the app. Don't be mad at mom. Be mad at the app that you have to get in the shower first. I mean, it is crazy to think about how much having apps on our mobile devices has completely changed the way we navigate the world. And I do want to say I know that not every single person who's listening today is somebody who even puts a lot of app. Some of our awesomes I know take a much more minimalist approach to technology, and that is totally fine. And of course, we completely affirm you in that. If this is not particularly your favorite topic to talk about, this is a great episode to pass on to your mom's group or your church small group or Someone in your life that you know that is really into techie stuff. I mean, we're not really that techie, but we sure do love our apps, don't we? As we were like making our list, we were like, okay, how many do you think we could get away with talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, did you look and see which app that is to help you decide? Yes, it is called Help Me Decide. And you
1: can roll Perfect. a dice or you can put plug in at different names, as many
0: different options as you want. And then you just hit a button and it just picks one. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, there's your bonus, you guys. We didn't even plan on sharing that one. Rebecca, we both have lists. Why don't you start us out with an app that you just love and you think other people should know about?
1: Okay. So the first one on my list is Clue. And this was mentioned actually quite a few times. We asked the awesomes for some recommendations that we're going to get to as well. And this one was brought up quite a bit. It was first mentioned on the show on Sorted Awesome back in October of 2018. And I believe that it was Laura who introduced Mm -hmm. us all to the world of Clue. And I use this to track my menstrual cycle. So it has a calendar that you're able to input all kinds of different information, everything from the start date of your period to how heavy the flow is, how many days it lasts, You can also track other things that would indicate other fertility and ovulation signs. You can track your mood. You can track your acne or exhaustion levels, your sex drive, how often you have intercourse, if it's protected or not. All kinds of different things can be plugged into this app. And I really, really appreciate it. It has been helpful for me. During a time when I, I'm trying to think if I used it when I was trying to get pregnant. I think I probably was, but it's not necessarily meant to help you get pregnant, although it can help you track your ovulation. It's not necessarily geared specifically for that, but I think I used it then. But then I also did use it to try to not get pregnant while using Uh the natural family planning method to just kind of keep my eye on the calendar. I have mine set up to send me alerts, notifications on my phone about when my period is going to start soon. I'll get a notification yeah. like two days in advance that says, hey, your cycle's going to start soon. A really good reminder <laughs> sometimes when you're like going crazy and you're like, oh, maybe yeah. that's why. I also have it set up to remind me about PMS that could possibly be happening. It's really easy to look back at your past cycles and see if something wonky is going on, like with maybe Mm -hmm. your cycle length in general. So it's good documentation, perhaps to take in with you to your doctor's office for a checkup about how long your cycle is. And again, it predicts when your cycle is going to happen in the future. If you have the free version, then it will give you the next three months out of predictions for when your cycle is going to start in the future. So some common questions I think about Clue that I've heard people say before is, can you have it send notifications to a spouse or partner when your PMS might be coming or your cycles? Yeah. I think there's probably a way that you can work around that. It's not like built into their settings, but I think if they were to download it onto their smartphone and then be signed into your account, I think it would also notify them but I don't think you can use it to track multiple cycles within the same household. If that makes okay, sense. Got so it. Like if you wanted yeah. a way to track your daughter's cycle as well, it's only one cycle per account. So that wouldn't work. And if you don't have a regular period, I'm not sure that this would be a good app for you. If you are using something that delays your period or takes your period away completely Or if you're in menopause, I'm not sure that this would be helpful for you. But I have really appreciated it. the awesomes mentioned it a lot in their comments, too. And I highly recommend it. It's called Clue.
0: Yeah, that is the Clue app. And I remember Laura talking about that and a ton of awesomes I know have mentioned through the years how big of a difference it's made in their lives. I'm going to completely tag team off of that because my first app I wanted to talk about also is related to your menstrual cycle, and specifically fertility. So I love and have used for years, this is genuinely one of the first apps when I did finally get an iPhone, this is one of the first apps I downloaded and I have used it for years. It's called Kindara, And you can absolutely can track your cycle in it. And it's much more geared towards fertility awareness. So if you are trying to get pregnant, oh my gosh, the features are amazing. I'll talk about that in a second. But I've used it for many years because we've been using fertility awareness methods since Daisy was born. So I've used it for many years to avoid getting pregnant without any other interventions. I love this app because I have used it so long. I think a lot of these that they take your data and they work with it over time, the longer you use it, the more it gets to know you, the easier it is to kind of predict what's going on. And so I love it so much. So here are some of the things. First of all, one of the main features I think about Kendara is they also have a fertility tracking device. They have a couple of different ones that you can use. They have one that's called Wink that measures your basal body temperature daily. And it connects seamlessly from that thermometer to the app. They also have a brand new release called Priya, I think it's called, that also tracks fertility for you. So it will track your temperature. You can either sync it up with a device like Wink Or if you just take your temperature on your own, you have your own thermometer, you can put it in manually. It tracks your cervical mucus in really detailed ways, a big indicator of ovulation. Again, like you were saying with Clue, it tracks when you have sex, if it's protected or unprotected, when you started your period. One thing I really appreciated about it is that it has a space for just, they call it journal, where you can just type in notes about that day. Like if you were supposed to start, but you didn't. But especially when you're managing fertility, you may have weird off days with your temperatures or your other indicators. And you want to make a note to yourself and not have to just write it on a scratch paper or write it in your planner. Like it keeps it all together right there. It does all, it will put together your chart for you. There's a community aspect where you get added information. You can connect to other people who are maybe trying to conceive. So to me, I think I definitely like these days, I absolutely use it for, and I have for a long time for knowing when my new cycle is about to start, but because we are so mindfully watching fertile phases around ovulation, it is priceless because I have been using it for so long and putting in my different indicators for so long. It gives me a range of days of fertility, and since we're trying to avoid pregnancy then we know how to take that information and work with it. So I love the Kendara app. And I think that if you are trying to get pregnant, it is a priceless resource, but really just for women in general, just tracking all the things we got going on. I love it. So those are two different options for you that we have, you guys. So figure out which one fits better and let us know what you think if you give it a try. All right, Rebecca, what's next on your list? Okay, so
1: this is a little bit of a hack that I have discovered and it is for the weather. So the iPhone, you and I both have iPhones, but I imagine that a lot of this translates over to Android as well. But the iPhone comes with the native weather app, but I downloaded the Weather Channel app and I have it set up to send me alerts, which I don't know if everybody knows that you can do, but you can select all kinds of different alerts to pop up as notifications on your phone. And the one that I personally love the most is the real-time rain alert. So yes, if you look at the daily forecast, it may tell you, hey, it's supposed to rain maybe around like four to five o'clock or something. But let's say you are with your kids and you're like, hey, maybe let's go for a walk around town real quick. And then you step outside and you forgot that it was supposed to rain. And then you get a notification on your phone in real time. It's supposed to rain in your area in like the next 15 minutes. Then you're like, oh, shoot. Well, maybe this isn't a good time for a walk. Or let's be sure that we grab our umbrellas as we go and it'll tell you if it's supposed to be light rain or heavy rain. This has saved me. There's been so many times where I have gotten an alert on my phone and I was like, oh, well the rain's coming gotta adjust our plans i don't know if i'm just weather stupid where like i don't pay enough attention without the alert like maybe this is just a rebecca problem but these rain alerts these real-time rain alerts are so helpful
0: i don't think you're weather stupid or if you're weather stupid so am i rebecca we could be weather stupid together we need kelly to intervene in our lives for sure
1: So there's other alerts that you can also set up with the weather channel. I don't necessarily use all of these, but if you want alerts about pollen or like a general daily rain or snow report alert, like, hey, maybe that's what I need. Maybe I need like a general at the beginning of the day too. Sometimes I just completely ignore the weather. If you can have it set up to tell you about some significant weather changes, which I imagine would be like a real heat wave or you know, if it's going to be incredibly windy for some reason or whatever. And of course, I have mine also set up to tell me if there's any catastrophic stuff that's happening, like uh, tornado warnings and flash flood warnings and like all those things. But man, weather alerts. This is something that I love having on my phone, and I think everybody should try it.
0: So helpful. I need to do that too, for sure. We'll have a new hashtag. Hashtag weatherstupid. (laughs) Stupid. Okay. The next one I want to talk about has to do with money and budget management. Now, the app I'm going to talk about is Mint. Again, this is one I have used for years. Have you ever used Mint for tracking budgets or anything like that, Rebecca? I have not, but I have heard of it. It
1: seems like it is the gold standard. It's super helpful. I know a lot of people love it, but I personally haven't used it.
0: I love this one. I know a lot of people and a lot of our awesomes love the You Need a Budget, YNAB, which I think is a whole website and an app. I've never used that one. I've done Mint, so I want to talk about that. But I know that's another good one. Also, this is a little awkward because one of our current sponsors for Sort of Awesome is Truebill, which is an app that I actually genuinely do use and love. So far, I've been using Truebill more for subscription management for those heads up like, Oh, you're getting ready to pay this much money to Netflix or whatever. Then I can decide, is it time to end this subscription? But Mint, I love because it is a budgeting app, but it also is an incredible way to just track your spending. So at its most basic level, you can totally set up your budget for the month, and then it will show you in visual form as you go through your transactions daily or weekly, however often you do it and show you how much you have spent from that particular budget. So of course you might have your big categories like your utility bills, your groceries, clothing budget for the month, all of those types of things. But one thing that I super love about Mint is that it lets you get down into the micro categories. You know, Rebecca, I'm not really super organized in my actual physical 3D world, but I do like to kind of nerd out on organizing and a like digital way, sometimes. And in Mint, it really lets you get down into these deep subcategories. For example, one of our biggest budget items is, I just call it kids activities. Or it's actually in Mint, they call it kids. And then from there, you can break it down into all kinds of things. So within Kids, I have a budget line for diapers and wipes for Nico. I do have one for kids activities just like those random things like, oh, I need an activity for you for this or, oh, we're going to go do this. We need this much money. Things like online purchases for them. I'm trying to think of what else. Daisy is fundraising again and has money coming in and out for a music trip this year, also for music lessons. Every single thing that you can think of, you can create a line item in your budget for that, particularly if it's a recurring expense and you know you're just going to need that money on a monthly basis, Mint really lets you label and organize it down into those micro details. Now, I will say my biggest hack with Mint is it is much, much, much easier to set everything up from from your desktop. So actually open a browser window, set up everything, let Mint connect all of the accounts that you want connected. To me, just functionality-wise, the desktop version is better for that. But then once you get it all set up, You can just use the app on the go. I made a challenge for myself because sometimes I do get out of the habit of tracking our budget as carefully as I'd like to. So I set a challenge for myself in September to check mint every single day in September to myself. No one else (laughs) would be this nerdy, but I made a challenge since there's 30 days in September called 30 days of mint. And if I do it, if I get to check that box, having logged in and, sorted out our transactions and kept track of the budget every day for 30 days. Then at the end of the month, I get to buy myself a little treat. I already know what it is. It's a makeup palette and I've had my eye (laughs) on it for a while. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm using it as an incentive to track our budget every day in September. And because of Mint, it's really super easy to do it. I am not a financially minded person at all. But Mint makes it so easy. And I love this app so much. I love that. That's so fun. (laughs) Okay, what's next on your list?
1: Okay, so the next on my list, I want to do just a little like ebook, Kindle book 101 for the awesome. Okay. Because like I have said plenty of times, I have really, really upped my reading. I'm reading a whole lot more than why I ever used to before. And I've been getting a lot of recommendations from awesomes, from friends, from podcasts that I listen to. and. I really hate buying books. I don't really want to buy them. I just want to get them for free from the library or however I can. And so I went into my library and I said, Can you help me? I would love more access to free ebooks because I have a reading buddy who's in Oklahoma City, Meg. Mm hmm. Yes. My friend Kara. And she has the best access through the Oklahoma City Public Library system. And I, am, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I am so jealous all the time of all the books that she is able to get for free. These ebooks, either through audio or a Kindle version. And so I kind of got cranky about it, that her selection was so good. So I went to my librarian. I said, can you help me? Can you just explain all this to me? So I know that there's tons of awesomes out there who are in the same position as me, that they know that there's access out there for ebooks, but they're just a little ignorant as to exactly how it works. And there's different apps that people mention, and it can be kind of confusing. So here's my little 101 for you. First of all, your library may have Libby or Overdrive or both. And this okay. is a app that you can use either on mobile or desktop, to request and place holds for eBooks. Now, the way that she explained it to me is that Libby and OverDrive, they pull like from the same databases. They're the same program, but just kind of one of them. Libby is a more just updated, trendier version of OverDrive. It's kind of like OverDrive 2.0. So she kind of even explained to me, whichever user experience you prefer, you can go with either one, but that's actually pulling from the same collection of ebooks that are out there. She said that Libby tends to be preferred more by a younger audience. So I don't know quite what that means. But if you're library is talking about Libby and sometimes they're talking about Overdrive. It might just be kind of the same thing. You really just need to pick one. You don't need to go to Libby and go to Overdrive to look for the same book. They're all pulling from the same place. Now with Libby and Overdrive, you can request and place holds on books and then you can read it in the app or on your Kindle and you get them for 14 days. Now another option is Hoopla
0: and not all libraries have Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. I've heard of this one too. Now, so
1: the difference with Hoopla is it's a completely different set of books, possibly, than what you would find in Libby or Overdrive. But with Hoopla, if you see it in the app, then you can get it right away. There's no placing a whole There's no waiting in line. Yes. Yes. You're not waiting in line for the book. If you see it, you can get it. And then you read that book in the app. It works kind of like a Kindle app or something. You'll have it for 21 days. And libraries pay per loan through Hoopla. So if you're part of a smaller library, they might have a smaller budget for how much money they have put towards that. And so my librarian explained to me, she said, if you try to request a book on Hoopla, you might get an error message that says that your library has met its quota for the day. So the best time to check Hoopla to request a book is first thing in the morning or like just after midnight so that you can quick snatch up that book credit before all their credit is used. Now, if you are part of like a larger library, then they would have a larger budget and you might not experience them running out of, credit every day. Does that make sense? Got
0: it, got it, got it, got it. Yes, it totally makes sense. I'm tracking with you.
1: Okay, so Libby and Overdrive, they're really basically the same thing. Whichever one you want to use, you can use, and you can place holds on books. You might have to wait for them. Hoopla, if you see it, you can get it, but you might need to time it right so that your library hasn't run out of credit. Now, another thing that you can do is that you can link multiple library cards to these options. Oh, so this might not be something that you need living in Oklahoma City. You would live in, you probably have the biggest access to a library already. But for me, Mm -hmm. Lancaster Mm -hmm. County, it's like a smaller library system. But as a resident of Pennsylvania, I was able to apply for a free Philadelphia library card so the selection from Philadelphia versus Lancaster County is quite different sometimes it's just completely different books just because they're different library systems sometimes it's just like a whole lot more books so that's an option that you can do is get another library card for a bigger city within your state that's probably an option to if you're a resident of a state you can probably get another library card and then you can link those within these apps. And you can switch between them and see if you can find the book that you're looking for. But when in doubt, talk to your librarian because they are there to help you. And I'm sure there's at least one of them on staff who like completely geeks out over this type of stuff and will very kindly talk you through it like mine did. And it will just open up your free ebook world to that many more options.
0: Okay. Thank you for explaining those. I hear my reading friends talk about how awesome these library apps are all the time. Surprised to no one. I've never figured it out because I have my library intimidation issues. <laughs> Clearly, I just needed you to call the Oklahoma City Public Library System and then explain it to me.
1: <laughs> Which I will gladly do. But hey, I know you listen to a lot of audio books these days versus reading. And you can get audio books through each of these options also. So once you just kind of figure out the basics, it can really open the door to a lot more options for you.
0: Love it. Love it. Okay. One that I want to talk about, I feel like if you are a person who takes pictures on your mobile phone, your mobile device, anywhere ever, you need to have Snapseed on your phone. I love this app and it, brings the photos you take on your phone to a whole nother level you can get it on ios or on android you open up the picture that you've taken on your phone and rebecca there is so much that you can do in this little app you can bump up the contrast you can bump up brightness you can increase the saturation decrease the saturation you can i don't know if you've ever used photoshop i've used it lightly in the past, but one of the effects that you can do as you're working in Photoshop or Lightroom is you can adjust the curves for a picture. You can adjust curves in Snapseed, which is incredible to me that a mobile app has this much functionality for editing your pictures. You can also, one of my favorite features on it is that you can make adjustments. You can spot adjust pictures. So let's say you take a picture of your kids And just because of the way the sun is shining, like one of your kids' faces kind of in the shadow and everybody else looks totally fine, you can place a little spot adjuster dot on their face and then just adjust the brightness on their face or just adjust the saturation around them. There are so many features. I cannot go through every single one of them and explain them, but there are a ton of tutorials out there for using Snapseed. But truly... If you take pictures and if you like to have them printed or put in photo books, if you actually are using your pictures, you're taking pictures of your pets, your kids, your family, do yourself a favor, put Snapseed on your phone. It will elevate your pictures so much and you will be absolutely thrilled with what you can do. And you don't have to have a photography background to figure any of it out. It's super easy to do. So Snapseed for pictures all day, every day, for sure.
1: Okay. Well, I have Snapseed and I have used it, but then I get out of the habit of using it. And it's probably been months and months and months since I've edited a photo in there. So I needed this reminder. Thank you, Meg. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? Okay. Well, speaking of photos and speaking of books, I have a little hack just for within the photo app on your phone. You know how you can hit edit on a photo and then there's a markup option where you can actually write on a photo or most often if I take a screenshot, I might use the highlighter option to highlight some text or something. Well, here's a little trick, something that I use. I often am taking screenshots of books that people are recommending that I read. Maybe it's listed in a podcast or somebody texted to me or something. And so I'll take a screenshot of the book Mm -hmm. and then I edit the photo and I open up the little markup tool. And I write on the photo, the name of the person who recommended the book to me. Oh my gosh, you are a genius. Thank you. That is so smart. (laughs) Sometimes I'll write other things about the book. Back before, when I was reading all kinds of books, I might have written on it, this one's romance or this one's nonfiction, or if it's not completely obvious or something like that, or I might write on it like open door or closed door. But I love knowing where these recommendations came from. And sometimes that's kind of hard to keep track of. Yes. And it's all clumsy. Like it doesn't look good. You know, it's like kind of chicken scratch, (laughs) but it works. Mm -hmm. You just write the name right
0: on the photo. You are so brilliant. I love it. The last one I want to talk about is so boring. I'm just going to say this really quickly. I've mentioned many times on the show that we do a lot of our regular grocery shopping at Sam's Club because we have a lot of people at our house and Sam's Club app is amazing. I also get gas there now that I drive a big goofy SUV and I'm driving all over town with school being back in person. Sam's and gas is so expensive these days. Sam's gas is legit cheaper. You can just get out of your vehicle. You don't even have to find your Sam's card. You just open the app and you just scan one of those QR codes on the screen. It opens up your Sam's app, and then you can just do everything. You don't need your membership card or even your debit card when you get gas. It just does it all in the app, sends you a receipt. Also, I've been using at Sam's when I'm shopping for groceries there, they're scan and go. So I just scan items as I put them in my cart, check out on the app. I don't have to go through any of the lines. And in the Sam's app, it tracks your receipts, or it keeps your, all of your receipts for you. So then when I open up my Mint app, and I go in to track our budgets, I can go like, oh my gosh, I just spent $200 at Sam's. What was that? I can open up my receipt from Sam's that's in the app and be like, okay, yeah, 150 of it was groceries and the rest was home supplies or whatever, or diapers. So it's like all the right there on my phone. It makes it so easy. I'm so thankful. I'm sure that Costco and other Grocery stores and warehouse clubs have similar, but I just use the Sam's app all the time and it really makes my little large family life so much easier.
1: Okay, am I living in the dark ages? I have never heard of this scan and go option. You just scan it as yeah. you put it in the cart and then yes. you pay in the app and then you just walk out. Yes. Like you just, nobody nobody well, cares. You just walk out? Okay,
0: no. That <laughs> part you do, it gives you a barcode. So you go ahead, you're like done with your trip. You pay. Again, it saves your debit card in there, whatever you pay for your groceries with. And then when you're leaving, instead of showing them a receipt, they scan that barcode. They check your heart to make sure you're not stealing anything or whatever. And you're on your way.
1: Amazing. I don't know how it really is. I love it. It's so helpful. Okay, my last one, I got this idea from an episode that you did with Kyle in May. You mentioned an app that an awesome Heather recommended called Tidy. And I put this on my phone immediately, but I only just started using it like this week. (laughs) And this app is used to help you clean up your digital photo clutter on your phone. So you open the app and then it goes through all of the photos that you have saved on your phone and screenshots and videos. So you swipe right to keep it, you swipe left to delete it. It starts with the most recent photos, and then it moves back in time, and it remembers where you left off. So the next time you open your app, it starts with any of the most recent ones that you already sorted, and then it skips ahead to where you left off last time, jumps back in time to where you left off so that you can keep going. And it just encourages you on kind of like a daily basis to be cleaning up your phone, especially all those screenshots that I constantly taking and sending to somebody (laughs) and then forgetting to delete all that junk that you don't need. And it's so brilliant that it remembers where you left off so that you can quickly just go back and start at the right spot again and move through
0: your photos,
1: swiping to keep, swiping to delete. I love it.
0: So great. So great. Okay, we have even more app talk for you guys, and we want to talk about some of the ones we've talked about as awesomes of the week on the show. And also, speaking of awesomes, some of the apps our awesomes recommend. We'll get to all of that when we come right back. Okay, friends, think about how much you spent the last time you bought razors. Why are our razors so much more money than men's just because they're pink? Because unfortunately, you guys, the pink tax is real. And what's even worse than that, I have really sensitive skin and I can never find a drugstore razor that doesn't cause pain and irritation every time I shave my legs. But now... I use Billy. Billy is the best razor out there for women for half the price of what you'd expect. Billy's crazy affordable starter kit comes with their award-winning razor, two precision five-blade refill cartridges, and the cult favorite magnetic holder. Billy blades have 360-degree charcoal shave soap built right in, so they float like a cloud. Allure Magazine even called them the smoothest shave ever, and so many of our awesomes absolutely agree. I cannot even imagine ever using another brand of razor ever again. So don't suffer another second paying a pink tax for a bad shave. Go to mybilly.com slash awesome to get the best razor you will ever own while supporting Sorta Awesome. Billy is half the price of other razors plus free shipping always. So just go to mybilly.com slash awesome. That's spelled my b-i-l-l-i-e.com slash awesome. That's mybilly.com slash awesome. Okay, awesome. Getting dinner on the table daily, especially during the chaos of back to school season used to be such a challenge, but not with every plate. Let every plate plan, shop and deliver everything you need to cook a delicious meal at a delightful price. That's because every plate makes home cooking easy and affordable. And it's a much cheaper alternative to takeout and even more delicious. And the meals really are so good. We had a great conversation in our sort of awesome hangout with awesomes weighing in on how much they really love the food, the recipes that come from every plate. My family loves them. And you know, that in five kids, we've got, some picky eaters around here, but every time I serve a meal from every plate, everybody devours it. And again, with five kids, I was really skeptical thinking that meal kits might be too expensive for our family. But now I am convinced that you get so much deliciousness at a much lower price. So try every plate for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code awesome199. Get started with Every Plate for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code awesome199. That's up to $100 in value. Again, get started at Every Plate for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code awesome199. Alright right, you guys, I have to make a confession. Even though I am the daughter of a dentist, I have never been a big fan of using mouthwash, mostly because of those big bulky mouthwash bottles that sit on your bathroom counter and basically just make a big mess. But all of that changed when we got our Quip mouthwash. You know Quip, they're the makers of the electric toothbrush and floss that you hear about all the time. Well, they've launched a new mouthwash to help you complete your clean. Plus, it comes with a refillable dispenser that's actually delightful to use and sleek enough to fit on any bathroom counter. And it really does look so nice. And I love the built-in dosage cup, which is very awesome because mouthwash is the perfect finishing touch to a complete oral care routine. You can pair it with your Quip electric toothbrush. They have them for adults or kids kids and one of their refillable flossers, and you'll be surprised at how easy and fun it can be to keep your whole mouth healthy. And if you go to getquip.com slash awesome, right now you can get $5 off of a mouthwash starter kit. That's $5 off of a mouthwash starter kit, which includes a refillable dispenser and a 90-dose supply of Quip's four times concentrated formula at getquip.com slash awesome. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash awesome. Quip, the Good Habits Company. Okay, we're back, Rebecca. Through all of these six years of making sort of awesome, boy, have we mentioned some apps as our awesomes of the week? We kind of went back through and put together a list of the ones. Especially, I think I was thinking of what have we talked about on the show that wasn't awesome of the week that we still love to use. What are some of the ones that come to mind for you?
1: Okay. Well, chat books. This wasn't ever my awesome of the week, I don't think, but Laura- Really? Was it not? Well, I, I do okay. it was yours. Well, Laura first mentioned it in episode six, episode okay. six, and then <laughs> it was mentioned in a total of six different episodes on this podcast. Okay. So we love- We love chat books. I have 35 (laughs) of my own chat books printed out and in my living room. It's a way that I very quickly create and edit and put together little photo books. It pulls mostly from my Instagram, but then I can add in other photos from my camera roll, delete ones from Instagram I don't actually want in the books. It's a great way to take the photos digitally and actually get them printed into books. I love it. It's so good. Another one for me that I've been using a lot still is a game, Balls, (laughs) B-A-L-L-Z. Stop. We giggled the first time this was my awesome of the week. I mentioned it in May of 2019, and it's just like a mindless game that I use to kind of like keep my hands busy while I'm doing something else. I most commonly do it while I am listening to Voxer messages, getting caught up in chats, or... Maybe I'm close to the end of a podcast and I've stopped my activity and I just like, okay, well, I just want to finish these last five minutes, but I just kind of want to keep my hands busy. I pull out this game. It's really satisfying. You use balls to knock down these blocks. I mean, it's very visually satisfying. I highly recommend looking it up. And then lastly, hormonology. I mentioned in February of 2020, this is like a calendar for your menstrual cycle and all of the hormones that go along with it. So not just to keep track of, it's not like predicting when your menstrual cycle will start, but it's looking at how your hormones vary throughout your entire cycle and how that can affect your mood. Now, I will be honest, I have been using this less since the start of the pandemic. And I think that's because anytime I feel like I am freaking out, I'm always like, oh, well, it's pandemic, it's stress. Where like before, it's like, what is wrong with me today? And then I open the app and it's like, oh, I'm like plummeting in a certain hormone. Yes, Maybe that's what the problem is. Now I blame everything on the pandemic. What's wrong with me? <laughs> well, the world is on fire. That's what's wrong. So I haven't been using it as much, right. but I still highly recommend it. <laughs>
0: I remember you talking about that app, and I actually did wonder if you still used it. So that's interesting. Maybe (laughs) not so much in the pandemic times, but in the before times, (laughs) it was awesome. Okay, well, what about you? Okay, you and I, our friendship crystallized and formed truly on Voxer. Mm -hmm. It was one of the first places that we really connected in a meaningful way. I talked about Voxer back in May of 2015 when Sword Awesome was one month old. Talking about Voxer, I still love it. People are like, why would you use Voxer when you can just send a voice memo or voice message in the messaging app? Well, first of all, when we first started using Voxer, I don't think you could do all of that, or at least not as easily as you can now. But also, it's just so easy to talk back and forth. It is kind of, they brain themselves as a walkie talkie app. It's really just a messaging app that you use your voice, but you can also text and the messages don't disappear. I have the pro version, which means I have full chat histories with everybody so I can go back and re-listen if I need to. I just love it so much. And plus, you can easily use it on iOS or Android so you don't have any technology fails on either end if you are if you are on a different platform with somebody else. I just love it. And Rebecca, I know we were talking about when our we look at our screen time and like our battery usage on our apps, I think for both of us, Voxer is probably like pretty near the top of the list, how much we use that. Most definitely.
1: (laughs) I am in my Voxer app all day long. I love it.
0: Yep. Overcast. Laura and I talked about the Overcast app back in 2017, February of 2017. This is a podcast app. I think it is only on iOS, but if you listen to podcasts and you are on iOS and you don't use Overcast, I don't understand. What are you doing? Overcast is the best podcast app on the market at me if you want to that is my <laughs> stance I will not be shaken from it you can divide your podcasts. you can sort them into playlists if that's your thing the listening controls that it offers you you can individualize by podcast so if you listen to a podcast where the people tend to talk more slowly or have a lot of gaps in their conversations overcast speeds it up for you and it still sounds completely natural I love that app I use it so much I just talked about Marco Polo last month. I love Marco Polo. I'm fully on the Marco Polo train. It's so great. Rebecca, do you remember back in August of 2018? It's kind of when we first started talking about things like Walmart grocery pickup and like grocery delivery apps like Instacart and Shipped. Who knew the significant role? these apps would be playing in our very near future at the time we had no idea we were so naive it's so true and i
1: remember just listening to you with envy and jealousy just like dripping from my pores as you described to me the (laughs) wonders of walmart pickup and then finally it came to lancaster county
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. So all of the grocery apps, all of the delivery apps, so great. We've definitely have talked about those and they continue to be a huge part of our lives for obvious reasons. Now in the pandemic, we asked the awesomes, Hey, what apps are you guys loving? What are the ones that you cannot live without? They gave us a great list. You and I pulled a few of them, but I'm going to actually, I don't often do this. I'm going to actually put a link into the show notes so that you can open this app up if you're in the Hangout group and just read through because this is a treasure trove of app goodness. Rebecca, what were some of the ones from the awesomes that stood out to you?
1: Okay, so Julie said that she uses the app Universal for controlling the TV when she can't find the dang remote. Oh, <laughs> and that's so smart. I did not know that existed. I didn't either. And then she also mentioned Tabata, T-A-B-A-T-A, She says it's a timer to help you run for a minute and then walk for a minute if you're out exercising and it layers over whatever else you're listening to, which sounds like a fantastic hack. And speaking of athletics, Nicole mentions the Peloton app. She says you don't need the bike. There's
0: so many other workouts
1: than just the bike. And I had no clue. Uh,
0: I did not either. I do not have a Peloton where do I plan on getting one? <laughs> so I never would have even looked into it, but that is so cool. I did not know that. Yeah, new to me too. Some of the ones that stood out to me, Amy mentioned the My Therapy app, and she said it's a reminder app to take your medications and track them. If you are like me and sometimes you're like at the end of the day, like, did I take my pills today? <laughs> That's a great one. Okay, I love this. I'm going to pair two of them together. Two awesomes have great ideas. Jackie said that if you. Sometimes stop for fast food or drinks from a fast food place. You got to get the apps. She said, Sonic, if you have the Sonic app, you get half price drinks all day when you order on the app. Starbucks, now I do have the Starbucks app. I don't use it as much as I should, probably, but she said those stars, like they give you rewards when you order certain things, whatever. The stars build up, you get free stuff with the stars. And of course, there's the Chick fil A app. A number of awesomes mentioned loving the Chick fil A app, you get reward points you get free food. Now related to that, Awesome Allie said that she uses actual restaurant apps a lot. So if you don't necessarily like fast food, but you do like to get maybe orders from a casual food place like Panera, for example, that you can order on their app. And even though they don't have a drive through especially now in the pandemic times, a lot of places will bring your food out curbside. So like curbside drop-off, so she mentioned she likes to use the Panera app to make her order. Then she pulls up and uses the curbside option. And, you know, she has a toddler in the back seat. They'll bring it out to you. You don't have to get your baby out of the car seat, go in, pick up your food. Then you're juggling everything. They'll just bring it right out to you. And she said a lot of the fast food and restaurant apps do offer this. Now, we use the Burger. We don't do a lot of fast food. Fast food when you have a family of seven and also... My eight-year-old twin boys, they don't eat kids' meals anymore. They eat full meals, Rebecca. and That's a lot of food for our family. It's a lot of money, a lot of dollars. So we don't do fast food very often, but we do love Whataburger. They have a great app, and they will also do the curbside drop-off. So one app from the awesomes that I am like, oh my gosh, this sounds amazing Awesome Corey recommended a focus app called Flora. She said it's super cute. It grows you a plant of your chosen species as you focus on a task for a chosen amount of time. If you close the app to do something else on your phone before the time is up, your plant dies. Oh, (laughs) here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She said the app is free, but if you're really hardcore about it, you can give them a credit card number. It will donate $5 to a reforestry charity if you break focus. She said it really helps her to stay off of her phone when she needs to grade papers. So if you are trying to get something done, but your phone is sitting right there and you're like, what if I just peek at Facebook? Nope, you can't do it or else your plant dies. So I was like, I actually super need this on my phone. Yeah,
1: It sounds like something that I need, but I'm not going to download that.
0: You like to have that freedom to get on your phone if you want to.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Love it. Okay. Well, I have two recommendations from Debbie and Rachel as far as parents helping to monitor technology stuff. So Debbie says the app Switch Parents. She uses it to manage the time spent on the Nintendo Switch. And she can set a bedtime for the Switch because who likes telling their kids to get off of a device? That is so good. I did not know that there was something specific for the Nintendo Switch. So that's handy to know. And then Rachel says she uses her Xfinity app to control the internet to all devices in the house. She says it's definitely her kid's least favorite app.
0: <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. So I know we've
1: talked a lot about the Disney Circle that Kelly recommends a lot. But there are some other options out there specifically for like the Nintendo Switch or maybe for your specific internet provider.
0: That is so great. There's so many ways to use apps to just truly make daily life, family life so much easier. I do know one person was asking if anybody knows of an app for managing just like household chores, either for yourself or for your kids. I don't know of any, but maybe our awesomes will show up with a suggestion for that because yeah, there is actually an app for everything. (laughs) Okay. Well, like I said, I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you guys can go check out that thread. There's so much great stuff. We'll probably throw up some of these onto social media as well. Rebecca, if people want to find you on social media to talk about apps or anything else, where can we find you all around the web?
1: Well, you can always find me at my website, simplyrebecca.com. But then my favorite place to hang out socially is on Instagram, specifically Instagram stories. You can find me at
0: simplyrebecca. Okay, you can find me on social media at Sorta Awesome Meg. You can find the show by searching Sorta Awesome wherever you are. Again, we would love to have you join us this month as a superstar, one of our Patreon supporters. If you do that before September 13th, you can get in on all of the fun for the fall 2021 Superstar Swap as well. So I will put a link in the show notes for you guys to go and do that. This has been such a great conversation, you guys. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see y'all next time.